And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. If you can, please turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, and let's read a couple of verses and then we'll come back. Hallelujah. What I'm doing is we're going through the nativity and we're identifying certain principles, you mean, that we can use to enrich our lives in this earth, amen. There a lot happened before Jesus' entrance into the earth, and even while he was a baby, the events that are recorded for us, it is for us, amen. It is not just in the Bible without a purpose, it is there for a reason. Every principle is there, there are principles hidden in there. If you take your time and you go in there, there are principles hidden in there for our enrichment. So, today I just want to read from Matthew 18. Sorry, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 21, and then we'll do 24 and 25. Amen? The Bible tells us, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this, on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Say, child of the Holy Ghost. Yes, she had something carrying from the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Anybody know what it is to carry something from the Holy Spirit? <laughs> ah, glory be to Jesus. Amen. When you are carrying from the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm, you're going to find yourself in some precarious situation, but it's going to be all right because you're carrying of the Holy Spirit. Ah, bless God. Amen. And so the Bible says, Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Change of direction, verse 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a what? In a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to make unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Jewish yeah, carrying of the Holy Ghost. Verse 21 reads, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This is the pioneer of Operation Rescue. Amen. Verse 24. Quickly, let's jump over to verse 24. Verse 24 says, Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife Mary, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn, and he called his name Jesus. Can everybody say Jesus? Jesus. Amen. Now, since there are two accounts which Two accounts in the Bible which form what I call the basic tenets of our Christian faith. They are the virgin birth and the resurrection. Amen. Amen. They serve, as I say, they serve as two hinges on which a door, on which the door of Christianity swings. Amen. One hinge is called the virgin birth. The other hinge is called the resurrection. Amen. There is no Christianity without the virgin birth. There is no Christianity without the resurrection. Amen. Amen. These two events, these two accounts, separate Christianity from every other religious claim. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So what I'm going to do, brothers and sisters, is I'm going to, I'm going to 
read some information by way of introduction to bring our story, our text this morning into context. Is that all right? Amen. Glory be to God. So, um, Matthew's account has to be understood in light of the Hebrew marriage. You have to understand how the Hebrews, the Israelites back there then, got married. And this is how they got married. Marriages were arranged for individuals by parents. These, the kids were hitched and they were not even aware of it. Amen. When that happened, contracts and negoti negotiated, uh, contracts were signed and negotiations were made. The kids were husband and wife. Sometimes it took, it took place when they were five years old, six years old. And what was happening back then in that culture is because women were not allowed to work. Most women were not. And so the parents tried securing the girl's future by getting them married. Ladies, it's, I thank God for how far we've become. But back then, unfortunate, women were perceived as possessions of men. It's not the best of things. Are you with me? God did not come up with this idea. It is men who had this issue. We, are you with me? Can, are you with me, saints? So when the Bible, the Bible is just reporting. Amen. The Bible is not condoning. Are you with me? It's unfortunate, but that's the way it was. How many of you thank God for the 21st century? Amen. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, brother, we've a lot of changed. Huh? Took place. I'm talking about good change. Amen. Mother said good change. Amen. And so after, after this was accomplished, after the negotiations, the, negotiations, the negotiations were made and the contracts were signed, the individuals were considered married right away. Mm -hmm. And they were called husband and wife. They did not, however, here is the kicker. They did not, however, begin to live with each other. Mm-hmm. They did not live with each other. Instead, the woman continued to live with her parents, and the man continued to live with his parents. Mm-hmm. Today we have sometimes a slight arrangement, different arrangement. Amen? Some of you cannot say even amen. But that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, we, 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 we live in a society where it's okay now, amen, for a man and a woman to live together without being married. Amen. But this is not encouraged by God. You know, I, I don't talk about that a lot because that's not the thrust of Christianity. Uh, you know, as we're teaching now, I'll talk about it lightly. Amen. Because Jesus came not to condemn the world. Can you go to First uh, John three seventeen? Let us see why Jesus came. I had, a, I had an individual who said to me, Pastor, you must start speaking more about sin. I don't have to talk about sin. Sin is in the Bible. When we get to it, we'll talk about it. Mm. Amen. It says here, um, sorry, John, John 3, 17, not 1 John. I'm so sorry about that. I'm in the Gospel of John 3, 17. You know, everybody knows John 3, 16, right? For God so loved the world. But this is the, this is the clincher. For God sent not his son into the world to what? But that the world through him might be? Amen. Don't forget 17. 17 is the icing on the cake. God did not send Jesus to condemn everybody. So who am I to condemn anybody? Praise the Lord. 
And so as we go through the account in Matthew, brothers and sisters, I want you to take into consideration the marriage arrangement back then. You'll understand what happened. So, so uh, uh, as we go through, keep, as we go through the account, keep that in mind. Amen. So, as soon as Mary accepted the divine proposal in Luke chapter 1, you remember when, when Gabriel came to her and Gabriel made a proposal to her to accept the Savior. Immediately, she accepted. You remembered? The Bible tells us, uh, listen, listen, the Bible said, tells us in Luke chapter, can you go to Luke chapter 1 verse 38? Let's look at it quickly. Amen. And keep, keep in mind, she is not living with Joseph. When the angel came to her, she was living with her mother and her father. Are you with me, saints? I need to make that clear. And so what happened now is the angel spoke with her. She may have told the parents, amen? Uh, but, but, but Joseph doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so she got so excited when she got the news and see what happened. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And immediately in those days, what did and Mary in those days, what she did? And went into the hill country with what? Haste. I told you she forget to call Joe. She was so excited. I'm carrying the Savior of the world. And you can see her. She's rubbing her stomach. Amen. On the way. <laughs> she's so excited because she's carrying of the Holy Spirit. And notice what she did, brothers and sisters. Principle number one I want to share with you. Before, before I do, let me share this with you. The Bible says she went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of whom? Zechariah and whom? Elizabeth. The journey was two and a half days, 70 miles. She traveled after she got that good news. Amen. Joseph didn't have, Joseph was not aware as to why she left, why she, why she took off. She was with her parents. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? And so the Bible tells us that, uh, that she spent, jump to verse 56. Let's see how long she stayed at Elizabeth. So, as soon as she accepted the divine proposal, the Holy Spirit inserted the seed in her womb. Mm -hmm. Her stomach is still flat. Like nothing happened. But the Lord is working mightily in her. It doesn't matter what the circumstances of what she see or feel. That's the song. The Lord is working mightily in her. Anybody knows about this right here? The Lord is working mightily. In us, amen, mightily. And so she, she left. How long did she stay at Elizabeth? Yes, three months. Now, now you ladies know if you, after three months, if you're pregnant, something is showing. You got a little bump. Praise the Lord. But it's a bump of the Lord. That's all right. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. And so that is where we are now. She's returned. Now, here is my point, my first point. As soon as Mary got pregnant, she went to Elizabeth. Here's the point. She associated, she associated herself with people of like-minded. Uh, are you getting my point? Because she's carrying of the Holy Ghost. Elizabeth is carrying 
also. She went to Elizabeth because she now can discuss with Elizabeth what's going on. And that is our point. Like-minded people, since if you are carrying of the Holy Ghost, you need to associate yourself with like-minded people because you need to preserve what you've gotten from God. Anybody has gotten anything from God? I'm talking about revelation knowledge, an idea, perception, an idea from the Holy Ghost. You cannot trust everybody or anybody when you are carrying with of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? You got to guard it and you've got to protect it. Let me say it again. You've got to do what? Guard it and protect it. And so that is why she said, you know, I'm going to Aunt Elizabeth. And Elizabeth began to, sorry, cousin Elizabeth. And Elizabeth began to talk to her and tell her what happened to Zachariah. And she said, Mary, you be very careful now because you're carrying up the Holy Spirit. I want you to be very careful how you speak, what you say. Because look in the next room. He has no voice. <laughs> Are you? So she's telling me she's getting coached properly. Because you need to bring what the Lord has given you to full term. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You need to bring that seed to full term. So you've got to be very careful. You know when ladies are pregnant, they watch what they eat? Uh-uh. Yes. They don't lift any heavy thing. They stand. Amen. Commanding. Take this. Take that. My, my wife. Glory be to God. She became my commander when she was pregnant. I didn't want her to lift anything anyhow. I, praise the Lord. Because she was carrying and she has to protect it because it has to come to full term. Tell your neighbor, whatever I'm carrying of God. Say it again. It's you sound like you're carrying nothing. Let me say it again. Excuse my vernacular. Whatever I'm, whatever I'm carrying of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to bring it to full term. Say it. Whatever I'm carrying of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to bring it to full term. Yes, yes. And so that's why I have to be very careful. Whom I speak to. Amen. Who I speak to. What I tell them. Amen. What I say. Because what you say can abort. Now you get what I'm saying? Jesus knew about that. You remember when Jesus was being questioned by Pilate and Pilate said, do you know I have power? Jesus said, hold on now. Hold on. He said, whatever power you got. He said, Jesus said, what Jesus was saying is, you've been talking a lot. I've been quiet because I have a mission to bring to completion. But, but don't you get it twisted. <laughs> the power you have came from God. And not I am God in the flesh. So Pilate, be careful now. Don't you get carried away. I understand the euphoric experience. I understand that. But you need to take it down a notch. <laughs> oh God, I give you. I understand you're excited, you're in power, but you better take it down. Because you're just a two-legged creature. <laughs> oh, anybody love Jesus? Yeah, yeah, because he's God in, he's on a mission and he's God in whatever was given to him by God. He has to go to Calvary. And if he just opens his mouth, angels will appear. God in all of <laughs> so Mary's telling Elizabeth, Elizabeth is telling Mary, be careful now. Be careful. Zaki next door, he can't talk. <laughs> he can't talk because he tried to interrupt the plan of God. Mm -hmm. He didn't speak right. Mm -hmm. Are you with me? So he's telling, so she told her, this right here. 
Some things you cannot explain to people when you're carrying. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you're going somewhere with God and you want to bring it to completion, when you get an idea from God, an ideology or ideology, whichever side of the planet you're from, you get, when you a concept from God, when you get a dream from God, you cannot entrust anybody with that dream. As Joseph, you remember Joseph opened his mouth to his brothers and he began to talk about the dream. He said, I saw, I saw stars 11 bowing before me. And then he said, I saw the sun and the moon. His father said, the sun and the moon, you mean your mother and I are going to bow to you? He ended up in a pit. Be careful now. You got to protect what you get from God. Uh, anybody ask, is anybody carrying anything from the Lord? Yeah. Are you going? To, let, let me ask you. Let, let, let me tell you. In case you do not know if you're carrying, let me tell you how you're carrying. You got needs. Mm-hmm. In your mind, you're saying, "I wish I had this. I wish I had that." Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Whatever you need, especially if it's from God's word, God wants it more for you than you need it. You are carrying. It's just that you do not know that. And so you speak anyway, and then your stuff gets delayed. <laughs> you express your dissatisfaction and so on. Your stuff gets delayed. Because you have no idea you're carrying and you need to bring it to full term. Amen? Now you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, really <laughs> uh, and so, Mr. Mr. Grover, she's back home now. She's back home, and that's where our text starts in verse um, in verse eighteen. She's back home. She's been coached. She's uh, she has associated herself with the right people to get the right advice, because you need help to carry this thing to full through to full term. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says, now the birth of Jesus was on this wise, meaning um, uh, the birth of Jesus. These were the circumstances surrounding the birth of Jesus. Amen. And so the Bible tells us here, now, um, uh, when his mother was espoused, engaged, amen, to whom? Joseph, before they came together, praise the Lord, before they consummate, physically consummated the marriage, she was found. This is the word I want to spend some time on, found. This is a very important Greek word, amen? This is what found means. It means to determine an issue after careful inquiry. It means an act of finding or discovering something. In the Greek, it means to discover, to recognize, to detect, to perceive. I'm going somewhere now. All this is implying that Joseph wasn't told about Mary's pregnancy, but he discovered by observation. He found that she was pregnant. Are you getting me? The man began to look. He's saying, hey, hey, oh, oh. Three months ago, she was flat. He's watching. Today she's taking time to bend down. <laughs> she's not carrying water like she used to. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? You put yourself in Mary's position. Listen to me. You got excited. You got out of town for three months. You came back and you're telling Joseph, hey, what I got is of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> 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 Think about it. Joseph saying, no, what you got is not of the Holy Ghost. It's of Jared. <laughs> That's what, that is what's going through his mind. Come on, somebody. Think about it. You know, you know, we have the benefit now of hindsight. They didn't. And Joseph is saying, oh, my goodness, what has happened to me? 
What humiliation? What did I get myself into? Conrad, get the. <laughs> the man is thinking. <laughs> but she's carrying up. But this is what I want you to see, brothers and sisters. This is another point I don't want you to, to, to lose. Mary is quiet. She's what? Quiet. Because if God puts you into it, he will check you out of it. Ah, uh, God. When you're carrying, you're going to get yourself in a predicament. Yeah. Very precarious situation. But don't you try to fight your way out of it. Right. Because if God puts you into it. <laughs> oh, God will check you out of it. That's right. Yeah, I'm not to fight with anybody. I remember when I, I used to try to justify to people why I'm a pastor. You know when you, when you just became a pastor. By the way, when I became a pastor, I never told people I was a pastor for five years. You know, they would say, Pastor, I'll say, don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Trying to, trying to um, please people. Mm -hmm. You know, people you respect. You know, I, I remember I used to call uh, friends and tell them, you know, I wouldn't be a pastor if God didn't tell me to be a pastor. And the Holy Ghost said to me, what are you doing? I called you, not them. Why are you trying to prove yourself to them? You, you, know, are you, you know what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? We go through the very same thing, but not Mary. Mary is quiet. She's taking all the blame. Her mother is telling her, what did you do? Who is it? And Mary saying, Mary told her mother, no. The Lord, the Lord, I'm pregnant of the Lord. And so Joseph is thinking, he's thinking, the Bible tells us he's thinking. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and, and he, he saw her, he saw her, she didn't tell him. So she's carrying up the Lord. Uh-huh. She got herself into a, into a predicament. Amen. Risk being labeled as an unfaithful wife. Joseph himself is in a predicament. Amen. He's been espoused to, uh, uh, to Mary. And now he's torn between obeying the law and his, the love for Mary. This is what would have happened to Mary. Can you go to Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 22 to 24. Deuteronomy chapter 22. You got it? It reads, in, that's the Old Testament. It reads, if a man be found lying with a woman married to one husband, then they shall both, the man and the woman, sorry, I think I went too far. Then they shall both of them die. Both of them should do what? You, you see, if a man be found lying with a woman married to one husband, if she's married and a man lie with her, the Bible says they both should what? If we were living in the New Testament, then in the New Testament, if we were living in the New Testament times, I would be burying a lot of folks. <laughs> How many of you thank God for the Holy? <laughs> Look, out of the separate business, 500 of funeral. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I thank God for the New Testament. Oh, glory be to God. How I many of you thank God for the better covenant? We've got a better covenant that based on better promises. Hallelujah. You know, it used to be shouting more than that, you know. Anyway, let's, con let, let's continue. It, say, it says here, so, they, so shall they put away evil from Israel. Verse 23 says, here, here is Mary's. If a damsel 
that is a virgin, be betrothed unto a husband like Mary was, and the man find her in the city and lie with her. Here's what's going to happen, verse 24. Then you shall bring them both out unto the gate of the city, and you shall stone them with stones that they die. The damsel, because she, because she what? She cried not, being in the city, and the man, because he hath humbled his neighbor's wife. So thou shalt put away evil from among you. They didn't play in the Old Testament. They, 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 they stone you to death. And so this is what Joseph, this is what Joseph has in mind. Joseph is saying, I know they're going to kill her. And so he's dreaming. He's sorry. He's thinking privately. Let's read the text. Hear what? This is what's going on here. Uh, the text says, uh, where are we on verse 1? So Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her what? Public example. Stone her, we just read. Was minded to put her away well? Privately. He said, I'm going to put her away privately. I'm not going to disgrace her or family. I'm not even asking them for the dowry. They can keep it. Amen. But I don't want the dead because he's a just man. He doesn't believe in revenge. Huh? He doesn't believe in what? Yes, he doesn't. The average man would say, okay, boys, we got somebody to kill. <laughs> Amen. The husband would take a stone that has a lot, of, a lot of jagged edges because of jealousy. Are you with me? Not Joseph. Not Joseph. The man is a, the, the man is a just man. Thank God for Joseph. Amen. And the Bible says, here now, here now, the Bible says, but while he thought, while he did, on these things, he's been thinking of how can I put her away privately? The angel of the Lord did what? Appeared unto him and what? Saying, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the? And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Mary was quiet. She was brought out of her predicament. Joseph was quiet. He was brought out of his predicament. Mm -hmm. Guess how you and I are going to be brought out of our predicament? By being quiet. Yeah, yeah, by being quiet. Just sometimes, just too much talk. Are you with me? Just out there with, with, a, with a, uh, uh, in your right hand trying to make, no, no, it doesn't work. Swinging a machete. What? <laughs> no, brothers and sisters, sometimes we have to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Sometimes you've got to let God fight for you. And that's what Mary did. Mary said, God put me in this. And if God put me in this, God can take me out of it. Right. And so I'm going to trust God to take me out of that predicament. Are you in a predicament now? This is it. Whether or not God put you in the predicament, he's the God of a second chance. He can take you out of that predicament. And he can make a way for you. I get what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. I need you to understand that this Christmas, that God is a God who can take you out of whatever predicament you're in. Amen? Whatever predicament you're in, God can take you out. My first point was, you need to associate yourself uh -huh, with people who are... Yes, because you are caring and you need to bring it to full term. Amen? My second point was, what's my second point? 
You got to wait on God to deliver you from your predicament. Sometimes all you got to do is be quiet. Amen. Be what? Quiet. Behave like you've lost. I think it was, um, I think it was, um, what's his name? Um, oh, I remember he just slept me. He said the best revenge is massive Frank Sinatra. He said the best revenge is massive success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said when folks are counting you out and, uh, you know, uh, 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 what, what? Counting you out? Overlooking you? Despising your small beginnings? Amen. Saying it will not work out for you. Saying, look, will she find herself in a predicament? He find herself in his predicament. It was not going to work for her. Frank said, you just be quiet. Because he said, massive success is the best revenge. <laughs> oh God, I, I love that. Let God take you out. And when he takes you out, everybody will know God was in this. Oh, hallelujah. And that's what Mary knew. And Mary said, I'm not going to fight my way out of this. I got no strength. I'm just 16 years old. Mm, I'm renting. I'm, I'm home. What, what am I going to do? Mm, I, I, I won't win. Since, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Could it be the reason we talk so much is because we aren't carrying anything? <laughs> Could it be? I have another. Could it be the reason we are so opinionated? It's because we have not carried any promise to full term. Could it be the reason why? Are you? You have you? I am asking you, brothers and sisters, to take these principles into consideration. Into consideration, they are in the Bible for a reason. They are principles behind the stories. That we are reading. And I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just listing them now. We all are carrying. Amen. We have no idea how to make the word promised become flesh. Watch how Mary made the word given to her become flesh. Watch how she, very quiet, never defended herself. Nowhere in the Bible we are told Mary defended herself. Amen. Or try to explain herself to anybody. How many of you like try to do that sometimes? You have to explain. You feel I got to explain myself. No, you don't. No, no. You draw. You tell the truth. You draw a line in the sand and you move on. Because the more you explain yourself away, is the more respect you lose. Yeah, I'm not to explain anything away. I made up my mind. I'm explaining nothing to my family. This is me. Take me or not. I, I, this is me, take me or not. Praise the Lord. I have nothing to explain because I'm carrying. Amen, I'm carrying. I'm going somewhere. Brother, we have somewhere to go. We got, we, we got this here is a seed. I didn't hear any amen. amen. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> if you all want to stay in this size, you will be here by yourself. I'll be gone. This here is a seed. For what's coming. <laughs> Someone say, I thought we arrived. No, we, we haven't arrived. <laughs> no, you get, this is just but a seed for where God is taking us. Amen? For where God is taking us. So brothers and sisters, please, I'm asking you to be very careful, be very mindful for the holidays. Amen? 
for the holidays. I need you to be very careful what you say, how you say it, when you say it. Amen. Don't try to apologize for being in your situation. Don't try to defend your idea. Amen. Try to get people to embrace your idea, your idea. No, that's not your business. You know how I know that? Because I tried it. I tried it. I tried to get them to embrace my idea. I tried to get them to accept me. Are you with me, sin? And I realized they can't. They won't because they are not caring. I was the one caring. And so I needed to protect what I was caring. I was talking too much. When you talk too much, God cannot work because your mouth gets in the way. Well, no. Okay. All right. All right, and, and, and you tell people that and they say, well, I, I cannot be myself then. Well, be yourself. In year one, be yourself. In year two, be yourself. In year three, be yourself in year 10. Be yourself in year 15 and see what happens. Sometimes you got to step back and say, no, something's got to change. Something has to change. And it's always the man in the mirror. <laughs> always the woman in the mirror. Since honestly, I, I need you. These are, I, I have, I have failed in many of these for years until I back up and say, hey, hey, uh, I, I need to get some things together. Amen. Mm? I came here. There is somebody here today or listening. God sent me to tell you. All you, all you, you've been trying mm -hmm, to get people to accept your idea, what he's told you to do. And he said, stop it. End it. Give him a chance. He said, let me defend you. If you're looking today, if you're here, let me defend you. Let me justify you. Let me fight for you. Because whatever you're carrying, whatever you're burdened with, I gave it to you. So let me defend you. Stand still. I think it's 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 17. Israel faced a formidable enemy. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said, God told them, and that's your word. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 17. You shall not need to fight in this battle. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 17. You shall not need to fight in this battle. He said, set yourselves. Stand you still right here. What do you do? Stand you still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Emmanuel. Sometimes you got to put your name in there. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Fear not, nor be dismayed tomorrow. Go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Amen. I got one more verse for you. Psalms 46 verse 10. It says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with Emmanuel. The God of Emmanuel is my refuge. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Anybody interested in bringing the idea to full term? Amen. Huh? Anybody? Amen. Yes, 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 yes. One, associate yourself with like-minded people. Two, be quiet. 
<laughs> and you got to be quiet. This is the season to sit back and start thinking and reminisce. What's going on in my life? Mm -hmm. Three, give God an opportunity to fight for you. Amen? Give God an opportunity to fight for you. Because, brothers and sisters, the Bible says the battle is the Lord's and not yours. Be very careful what you say, how you say it. Praise the Lord. Anybody in here, you have an idea from God. Just, just an ideology, an ideology, just a concept. Something God put on your heart that you need. You, 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 you know only God can bring it to completion. Only God can bring it to fruition. Only God can put the right people in your path to help you. If you know that, I need you to take these principles into consideration. Amen. Because this sermon was for you. I have lived these. I have seen these. You know, you know, sometimes people say, you know, a lot of people say, uh, 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 boy, Pastor, you, 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 aren't you saying anything? You know, Pastor, why are you so quiet? I wasn't like that. It's because I've lost so many times. <laughs> now everybody's right. <laughs> so God can fight for me. Because I'm carrying from the Lord. I know where we are going. I cannot get there by myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my mouth to be, you know, I don't want my emotions to come through my mouth. The wrong way. Talking against what God's word says. Can you imagine if Mary had done that? Jesus would not, would not be here. How many of you thank God for Elizabeth? Yeah. Yes. She coached her well. She said, just remember Zaki next door and just... <laughs> Ensure everybody's right. The man next door cannot talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because God's, listen to me, God's plan is going to come to fruition. God is going to do what he has to do. To bring, many of you, you've seen yourself further than you are now. You've seen yourselves further. Don't let your mouth continue to stop your progress. Today, this is a jaw line in the sand. Mm -hmm. Jaw line in the sand. And believe like Frank, Frank Sinatra. What he says? The best revenge. Should I say the best comeback? <laughs> Nobody can doubt success. Nobody can fight success. They can just conclude the Lord was really with her. And I was wrong. Guess who the joke is on? <laughs> oh, I love it when the Lord did that. I could see the expression on Joseph's brother's face. Amen. When they came to him, they were bowing. They bowed three, four times. They came the first time and they bowed. They came bowing, bowing. Please give us food. And Joseph, his facial, his face has changed because he's now looking an Egyptian. He's looking like an Egyptian. He's shaved. He has his face is well done. So he doesn't look like a Hebrew. They cannot recognize him. Mm -hmm. He has arrived full term. Listen, when you arrive full term, you look differently. You move differently. You got power with God. Glory be. And they came bowing, saying, yes, sir, yes, sir. And he's looking. And the tears flowing from his eyes. In his mind, the best revenge. Massive success. God will give you a comeback like nobody can. And he couldn't take it to see his brothers bowing. And he said, let me mess with them a bit. Amen. He placed a cup. The, you, the reason why he's doing that is because he wants them to be with him. He wants to see them again. 
He wasn't doing it to take revenge. No, his heart. That's why he said, you meant it for evil. <laughs> oh, but God. Can somebody say about God? Yeah, yeah. You cannot, brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm, I'm pleading with you. I was, yesterday we had a function here in the church and I was driving home and I said, God, I have so much material to teach. What do you want me to teach? And then he said, Matthew 1, 18, talk about being found. Mary being found by Joseph. How she remained quiet. And tell my people that I want to bring what I've given them to full term. Behave like Mary. Amen. Remember Joseph. Mm -hmm. Learn from Joseph. Don't talk that much. Let me tell you, you can get where you have to go without going through a pit. You go through a pit because you talk too much. <laughs> Forget your idea. Now they array themselves to fight you. If you have to pass through me, you're not passing through me without a fight. Why? All you did was give an idea. You, you sp don't, don't be speaking your stuff out. Talk to God about it on your knees. Mm -hmm. Get up from your bed about 3, 4 in the morning. Go to your kitchen or in your dining room. Kneel and talk to God. God, I cannot do that on my own. I need help. You know I need help. And you know I can't do that by myself. And since it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be something grand. It could be health. Your health in your body. You know how many times I've done that? Get up and say, God, my body, I need help. I thank you for your healing. It doesn't matter how I feel, what I see. I believe I'm healed. How many, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Yes. You, know, you know some of you don't sleep all night. You get up, use the bathroom. You go right back to your bed. Go back to, go to the drawing room before you go to your bed. And kneel on the sofa and just talk to God. Let me tell you, it works. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify your name. Lord, this is a season for us to take time and recognize what you did for us. Recognize the way you came into this earth. Hallelujah. Help us, Father, submit to the principles that Mary submitted to. Help us submit to the principles Elizabeth submitted to. Even Joseph himself remained quiet. He didn't call his family. Mm -mm, Father, thank you for putting people like Joseph. You know, you know when it Josephs in our lives. Yes, Father, send us some Josephs who will help us and support us and not ridicule us and, and criticize us, Lord God. Even when it seems you're making errors. I've got to send you some Josephs. Just people. Right people. People set apart by God to help us reach our desired end. Father, we thank you and we praise you for sending us Josephs, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. People who are genuinely interested in our progress. People who are not rooting for our defeat. Oh God, we give you praise today. And Father, we receive, we receive them, Lord God. We believe that they have been dispatched today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because we need human help where we are going. We cannot get there by ourselves. 
And so we ask you to send us our Josephs. Lord, right now we release our Josephs in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We say, come forth in the name of Jesus. So we give you praise, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Come on, somebody, give the Lord some praise. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Master. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let every other name fade away. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's get ready to see our church's proclamation. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let every other name. Amen. After three, two, three. Together, Father. I thank and worship you with my tithes and offerings. It is the first fruits of what you've given me. I speak your word over my finances today. I claim the windows of heaven's blessings and thank you that the doors of opportunity are opening for me and my family now. I give, therefore I will always have all sufficiency in all things. I have the favor of God and men power, ability, and influence available to help me. According to Luke 6.38, because I give, men will give to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over into my bosom. Because we give tithes and offerings, we believe we receive jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, checks in the mail, lost money found, bills paid off, debts demolished, and royalties received. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. My every need is supplied according to your riches in glory. Father, your word says, my giving increases the fruits of righteousness. So I thank you for an abundance of love, joy, peace, temperance, goodness in my life. I thank you, Lord, that you've rebuked Satan for my sake. And I stand in agreement with your word that he'll not destroy my land. He'll not destroy my blessings. He'll not destroy my crop in the field. Thank you that heaven's unlimited resources are mine in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Heaven's unlimited resources are mine. Isn't that a blessing? Can somebody say heaven's unlimited resources? Oh God, we thank you. We thank you. Heaven's unlimited resources. Hallelujah. Sometimes you got to stop and think of what you're saying. Amen. Heaven's unlimited resources. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Jo, jo, jo. My God is good you know, you know, uh, I just want to encourage you. Uh, Joe and Jen, you remember last week we, we you know, we, we came up, everybody came and, and um, touched. And Joe is an immediate beneficiary of this act. As soon as that happened, he got what? An increase. Hallelujah. 
Men will rejoice with you and your family. Well, it was not expected because I had just got an empty. And within a week later, I got Praise the Lord. What a blessing. We rejoice with him. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to speak that over them. I'm going to say pregnancy fit them well. Yes, yes, yes. Say, say, receive. You better be careful what you say. I said pregnancy fits you well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, it looks good on you. It looks good on you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, just receive it. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Yes, so for those of you who want to, if you have your card and you want to swipe, we have this square at the back so you can use your card. And of course, these are, these are the various ways. For those, those of you who are looking, if you want to help us, we have a mission to accomplish. If you want to help us do that, then this is the way that you give. You know, 10% of everything that comes here goes right back out. Amen. We don't eat everything. Everything don't stay here like a swamp. So we send it out. And um, so you would be sowing in good ground. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Can you lift your hands? Amen. Towards the offering. Father, we thank you so much for the offering. We thank you for giving us the ability to bring back a portion of that which you've blessed us with. We do so cheerfully, not grudgingly or out of necessity. We know you love a cheerful giver. And Father, we thank you. You said, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will men and women pour into our bosom. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com. 
or call the church, 850-408-8496. 